Hey y'all, I hope you're all having a great end to the semester, finishing up with finals and exams. Today I'd just like to draw your attention to something happening in Bangladesh that we haven't really touched on yet in class. So the largest refugee settlement in the world currently is in Bangladesh and it is of the Rohingya people who have come from Myanmar and they have been persecuted in Myanmar since the 1980s and then in 2017 they were violently removed from the Rakhine state and since then they have been refugees. So to start off I'd really just like to give you some background on how the Rohingya people ended up in Bangladesh and why most of them ended up in Bangladesh. So since 1982, the Rohingya people have not been able to officially marry, they have not had access to education or jobs, and they haven't been able to move freely within Myanmar. And the Rohingya people have been traced back to living in 15th century Burma. So they have been living in this area for a long time, but as of late, they had been called illegal immigrants from Bangladesh and they began to be forced out. So basically, Myanmar is considered a Buddhist majority state and the Rohingya people were a Muslim minority living in Myanmar. So they were facing a lack of autonomy and this lack of autonomy led to the state military offense against the Rohingya people in 2017. So in 2017, the culmination of the ethnic cleansing campaign really happened. So the state began using tactics of killing the Rohingya, raping them, and even setting their villages on fire. So this label of ethnic cleansing came about because Myanmar used their military to remove this ethnic group by violent means. Myanmar has been described to have a fierce Buddhist nationalist atmosphere and it is also a military state so I believe this atmosphere has led to the ethnic cleansing campaign and the Rohingya Muslims ended up um, being forced out of their homes and they're now stateless disenfranchised people but they found solace in Bangladesh which was relatively welcoming to house the Rohingya people as refugees. To fast forward two years, uh, the anniversary of the expulsion from Myanmar, the Rohingya people held a rally on this anniversary to express their questions about their future as a people. So during this rally, they called on Myanmar to consider repatriation through citizenship. But after this rally, Bangladesh really cracked down on their restrictions of the refugee camps. Unfortunately, after spending two years as refugees in Bangladesh, the Rohingya people have not been able to make much progress or see any future of a solution. So after the rally, the Rohingya people are really being penalized more and Bangladesh is showing signs of being tired of the camps full of refugees 
in the impoverished areas of the country. So this, these large refugee camps are now having more restrictions on their movement, and there are talks of setting up fences around the camps so that there will be less movement. The camps now also have limited cell service for nearly a million refugees in Cox's Bazar, and they will not sell SIM cards to the Rohingya in Bangladesh. The police are also taking these people's phones away, and the cell service ban is from 5 p.m. to 6 a.m. in the camps, and it was imposed to enhance security for the Rohingya, but it's showing really security and safety risks for the Rohingya people. Since they're not able to use their cell phones during these times, they're not able to contact emergency services and not able to contact the police or call ambulances. Due to the cell service ban, there is much restricted communication between the refugees, which is causing a lot of problems. And on top of that, there's also a big increase in military presence in the camps which attributes to why so many people are getting their phones taken away. Kids are also being forced to drop out of schools in Bangladesh. On top of all these restrictions and oppressive measures, the Rohingya have still resisted attempts to be pushed back to Myanmar, where they are rejected and denied rights. It is really surprising to me that there have been attempts to push some Rohingya people back to Myanmar by the Bangladesh government because Bangladesh's Prime Minister is also very weary of Myanmar's willingness to take back the Rohingya people. The harsh reality is that Myanmar does not seem apologetic about its ethnic cleansing campaign against the Rohingya people, and it has not agreed to give the Rohingya people full citizenship rights. The Prime Minister of Bangladesh has commented on how Bangladesh has banned two aid groups to the Rohingya people. She thinks that the non-governmental aid groups do not want the Rohingya people to ever go back to Myanmar, but the Prime Minister herself is also very skeptical that Myanmar will provide a safe home for the Rohingya to come back to. While the rally of the Rohingya people in August shows that the Rohingya people would like the opportunity to have citizenship in Myanmar once again, it seems very unlikely that they would be able to have a peaceful return. In my opinion, I think we should stop considering the option of sending the Rohingya back to Myanmar or trying to make a deal to do so. If the Rohingya people have experienced almost 30 years of ethnic cleansing in Myanmar and 50% of Muslim villages have been burned there, then why would anything change if they were to come back? The reality is that Myanmar's leader has barely acknowledged the attacks on the Rohingya people, and Myanmar put landmines on Bangladesh's border to prohibit the Rohingya people from coming back. The Rohingya people have continued to be grateful to Bangladesh for providing a space for them to exist whenever they were violently rendered stateless. But unfortunately, similar to what Myanmar did to the Rohingya in their former home before they were violently pushed out, Bangladesh is now imposing restrictions similar to what Myanmar did. On top of the further restrictions, the Rohingya people are facing major problems of overcrowding in the camps, major housing issues, and now the threat of relocation. 
two years ago, Bangladesh welcomed the Rohingya people, but now in 2019, they have spent lots of money to develop a settlement on Basanchar to send the Rohingya people to. Tens of thousands of refugees are now at risk of being relocated to an island that emerged from the water 20 years ago and is very vulnerable to erosion and immense flooding and also prone to cyclones. The settlement itself on the island does appear to be better than the current camps in Bangladesh. The settlement has more space compared to the current camps that are really hot and overcrowded, and the infrastructure is also better, but it is important to look at the island itself. Some refugees are willing to go to the island because of the current conditions they are facing in Bangladesh, but the overwhelming majority are growing very fearful of being relocated because of what experts are saying about the island. Experts in sea erosion are saying that the barrier embankment might not be high enough to protect the refugees from flooding damages. While the settlement may look great, in my opinion, it truly is a waste of money that could have gone towards helping the Rohingya people. The Bangladesh government is saying that proper safety measures have been taken and they are very determined to get the Rohingya people to be relocated there due to all of the money spent. Many Rohingya voices have spoken out against the island saying they do not want to be relocated there. They express the great fear of going to drown there and they know their fate will be to die there. The Bangladesh government has been questioned, what if the UN disagrees? But I don't think it is enough for the UN to disagree. If there are not enough volunteers willing to relocate, it is likely that the living conditions will just worsen in the current camps in Bangladesh so people are finally willing to leave. If the UN simply disagrees and fails to offer a different solution for the Rohingya people, I fear they will be forced from Bangladesh against their will. If international voices fail to speak up for the Rohingya people, I fear that no one will be coming back from the island called Basanchar. The isolation of the island prevents movement and there's no saying whether there will be good opportunities for education and whether or not anyone will be allowed to leave. As the Rohingya refugees are now seen as a threat of security in Bangladesh, it seems they will either face flooding and cyclones in Basanchar or being forced to go back to Myanmar where they will continue to be persecuted. Bangladesh is party to the ICCPR, which grants both refugees and citizens rights to freedom and movement, but it seems that Bangladesh is failing to live up to the standard for the Rohingya people. Only time will tell the fate of the Rohingya people but I think international voices must pay attention and speak up against this matter. The Rohingya people have continued to be rendered stateless for two years, but they deserve to have a permanent home.